Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, brothers and sisters. That right there is a BMW X540D. This is a brand new show called Ride Out. And me, I need to get a trim. But let's get into the car and talk a bit about the show. So in this show, we're going to be getting different cars, talking about different topics, myself and Imran, and we'll be discussing the cars as well. Uh, on this particular uh, episode, we've got the BMW X540D, as I mentioned, um, you know, twin turbo, three litre diesel engine, puts out about 310 brake horsepower. This car's actually been remapped by uh, the guys at Revival Remaps. So it's pushing about 370 brake horsepower. For those of you who don't know, a remap basically makes your engine more powerful and at the same time, more efficient also. So yeah, let's go pick up Imran and get started with the episode, inshallah. No, it's not right here. Um, come around the corner, come around the corner, you see me. Yes, yes, salamu alaikum. Okay, salam. What are you saying? What are you saying? Alhamdulillah, I'm good, I'm good. Where'd you get this car from? <laughs> Don't ask too many questions, innit? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, amma ba'd, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Brothers and sisters, welcome to a brand new episode of a brand new show called Ride Out, where myself and Imran will be driving around in different cars and uh, discussing different topics that will relate, inshallah, to the youth. Uh, light-hearted casual discussions that inshallah you can derive some benefit from both in your dunya and in your akhirah ma ma mainly it's not for the lads mainly stuff for the lads for but obviously lads. sisters can benefit of from uh, can benefit. Yeah, some generic stuff but this is a show for the mandem we wanted to basically be able to share real life lessons you know what i'm saying real life Things, lessons family work life all of that health all of being, that all that and also discuss the car that we're driving as well so today we're in a bmw x540d it's a 2015 plate, yeah, M Sport. Gonna, you, I, I, I thought you were going to do it before I even come in. Yeah, but I just mentioned it as well, innit? Oh, just okay. again, also for you as well, innit? Oh, yeah. uh, if I was to ask you what car is it, what, like, what make is this? Would oh. you even know? Obviously now you know, because I mentioned nah, it for BMW. But, but it's a shiny car, that's all I know. It's a shiny car, yeah, shiny yeah. Shiny cars. The way Imran decides if a car is good or not is if it's shiny. If it's shiny, it's a good car. If it's not shiny, it's a bad car. Right. Uh, so yeah, so today's episode yeah, has, is... has to glisten in the sun, innit? It has to be glistening, huh? Bismillah shining. Um, so today's episode inshallah is going to be uh, on the topic of being an entrepreneur in Islam. So working for yourself, starting up a company or you know even just being um, you know a, a, a freelance worker, uh, doing your own thing, being your own boss basically. Of course Allah is um, ultimately the Lord and you know the, 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 the master of all but just having that level of control over your work life um, so you can decide when you work, you can decide when you don't work. Uh, because one thing that we found, you know, obviously we've got a project, Umrah with the Mandem, that we do uh, with Five Star Umrah. And um, two main things that cause uh, brothers to fall off the deen when they come back is what? Women and their jobs, money. Women and money. And the money side of it is because look, you're working at a job where you're you know, forced to free mix. There's music playing in the background. Sometimes your breaks don't allow you to pray your your salawat, so you're forced to you know compromise. You can't, you can't seek knowledge, and at the end of it, you know a lot of the time, uh, you know you're working crazy hours, and you're not really left with a lot to show for it. So that's you know why we decided, and you know there's a bit of a bonus. We'll talk about it later. Um, a new project that we're actually starting. 
But first and foremost, what I want to ask you, Imran, mm. is um, why is it important? What is the importance of, or you know, what are the benefits of um, being self-employed, of running your own thing? Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah amma ba'd. So, Allah, you know, in this day and age, uh, it's very, very, very important for a person to basically have their own hustle. The reason I say that, for multiple reasons, Wallahi, I haven't really organized my thoughts in my mind, but I'll just come up with it. Um, number one, it's that freedom. You see, we live in a day and age where you don't actually have to work a nine to five, you know that, right? Mm. Like, <coughs> like let more and more people are starting to leave the nine to five. Yeah. In this day and age than ever before mm-hmm. because of the fluidity with which a person can structure his 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 work days i look at us for example like based on our priorities in life we change our whole work schedule there's times when we started working in office from 6 a.m yeah minimum days there's after times when, yeah after fajr there's times when we start work 1 p.m there's times when we start 10 a.m there's times where we're, we work from home if we need to there's times mm-hmm. when we come in the evening because alhamdulillah we basically you know, we, 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 we're in charge, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that gives me flexibility in terms of my deen primarily, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can go pray in the masjid when I want to pray, I can go seek knowledge, I can go travel to seek knowledge, I can do whatever it is I need to do with family, mm. you know, family emergency come up, you know, I'm not that guy who doesn't turn up to the family emergency because I got work, yeah. because I got this, because I got that. Yeah. Likewise, you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So. When the um, who's the uh, who's the guy who set up the Ford company again? His name was what? Sorry, Simon Ford. Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Henry Ford. If I'm not mistaken, was the guy who invented the concept of the nine to five. And basically, it was a way to kind kind of condition the people into like a slave labor kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not actually an efficient, effective way to work to go out there and gain your hustle. But it was made because, as you all know, the top one percent of the people they own more. Then they have the, sorry the top ten percent of the people they have collectively amongst themselves more money than the rest of the ninety percent. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So there's a very small group of people that have an extremely highly over concentrated amount of money, and they want to keep it there. And they said the way we're going to keep it there is by making these people just be focused with work. You get up in the morning, first thing you do, get to work. Come home, get too tired to do anything except sleep to wake up in the morning to get to work again. In between that time, you go have a shower, you hang out with your family, play around with your kids, boom, you go sleep, work again. The weekend, you recharge only to go back on, 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 on the Monday. So the whole point is that that system is made to trap you. Do you understand? It's made to trap you, to make, make, to make you be a person who is submitted, who is underneath the system. And Wallahi, as long as, as, long as you fall into the rat race, Wallahi, you, can't, you can't get out. Because yeah. imagine now, you say to yourself, you're working nine to five, you're stuck, you're hustling, you're grinding, you get married, now you've got kids, and you and, and, like you, you do not see yourself like raising the bar. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, okay, okay, what, you get a five grand, 10 grand, 20K raise in your salary? Bro, that's not, 20K is not, not, not a lot, you know, this day and yeah. age. 20K is not a lot. But is that the maximum that you can go in terms of growth, in terms of your career? Is that is that the most that you can do? I'm, I'm saying, in order to go greater, you have to take step out build your own thing go study go get the degrees the qualifications exactly. do something but you can't you know why because you're stuck in a rat race because you know if you dip for a week for two weeks for a month two years well who's gonna pay the bills in that time you know so it's, it's, you're actually stuck you're stuck. actually stuck so then you know what it is either you gotta basically join the race a bit slow yeah that's what i did well i never 
I never, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Rabbi Allah Azza wa Jal doesn't test me with this. And please, guys, say Allahumma barik. Please say Allahumma barik. But I never, ever, I never worked a day in my life for anyone other than myself. Allahumma barik. 30 year old man now, never worked a day in my life for anyone other than myself. I was always hustling and grinding. Yes, haram when I was in Jahiliya, but you know, the concept was still there. Maytoba, you know, used to make music. Like, I used to, I'm saying, I used to grind and sell CDs like in, in Oxford Street. We used to get the CDs, print them, make music in the studio and sell them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the uh, halal equivalent of selling thobes, selling atar, selling, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you yeah, can yeah, do, yeah, the yeah. point is that I said to myself, I'm not going to work for a guy, you know what I'm saying? I used to travel to different parts of the country to sell CDs. Then we had a little recording studio, stuff on my lies, forgive us, I'm not glorifying, but to show you the concept. So that's like your your equivalent of setting up a Shopify account in this day and age, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did that, and uh, well, I was hard, been homeless in that time, been homeless whilst I've been married, you know what I'm saying? Uh, struggled to pay bills, uh, uh, had bailiffs run down, and like, that's all happened, it's all part of the journey. Yeah. But Alhamdulillah, Allah takes you to a place where He gives you some he gives you some kind of stability as long as you trust in him you rely upon him and ultimately i'm saying even throughout that whole time when i was homeless that whole time when i had bailiffs coming that whole time you know what one thing that I, that they could never take away from me mm. my freedom oh, financially right. i was struggling here and there but you know what i still had freedom of time oh, you know right. what i'm saying yeah. then you, you eventually i'm saying it's harder the risks risks are greater the climb is harder but the reward is also higher and the reward is also greater yeah you get me that's one reason I got more, but I don't want to waffle. But let me ask you a question, yeah. Go ahead. So I remember there was a funeral, right? And you gave a little talk, and one of the things you mentioned is don't forget your portion of this dunya. Yeah. And you said that that portion of this dunya is the white cloth that you're buried in. Yes. Meaning, you know, don't like the, the dunya doesn't matter. The money you make, this, that. So why should someone even want to? Is it even praiseworthy to want to make money or to want to do well? Should you not just try and get minimum basic? Just so you can get by and then spend all your time basically just like worshiping or you know on the deal like is that not like, is that isn't that a bit contradictory you know what it is the concept of money is really heavily heavily grossly misunderstood amongst muslims do you understand uh -huh. money ain't bad what's bad is the heart do you understand yeah because you could have a bunch of money yeah but you earn paradise through it uh -huh. You can have a bunch of money and you earn the hellfire through it. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? So it's about your heart. Money is like a magnifying lens of that which is inside of your heart. Uh -huh. If I got money and I got a good heart, then you're going to see me produce khair. Yeah. I'm going to do what? I'm going to give in sadaqah. Yeah. I'm going to basically, uh, you know, you're, 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 you're going to purchase Islamic books. You're going to save that money to move to an Islamic country to do hijrah. Yeah. You're going to use that money to pay for your kids uh, to have private homeschooling. Like I'm saying, it, it's, it costs more money but you're doing it why because you don't want them to go to public school you know what i'm saying you spend that money to like in khayr do you yeah. understand you spend that money in khayr but for example if, if a person's heart is bad then what are they going to do they're going to spend that money on haram on party and even though it's not haram to have material things but what's not praiseworthy is for material things to you to be obsessive about it and that to be your means or ends or Buy, all you do is buy clothes and cars and this and houses and da 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 and you just do them kind of things because what you're doing is now you're being wasteful do you mm. understand so it's about this it's about the heart so if you look me i'm trying to tell the brothers the objective for you to make money sisters the objective for you to make money is so you can have you can have spiritual liberation yeah the fact that you cannot go pray inside of a masjid 
because you come back late, Tom or Henry, who don't clean his bum properly, is gonna yeah. what? He's gonna fire you. Fire. That's humiliation. That's sad. And I know, and I know, some people they have no choice. I'm not putting it down. I was supposed to say yeah. that. Some people, like, you might have single moms out there no that problem. are grinding just to put food on the table. I'm you know, with you. I'm, I'm really with you. Grinding for I'm their families. About, I'm talking about those who have an opportunity. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? And those who have an opportunity. I'm talking to the youngest because I feel like the youngest. They, Remember, look, one thing I've been t- saying to the, br- to the brothers, the older brothers, the man, the brothers, for yeah. time is what? I say two things. Brothers, go out there and seek knowledge. Yeah. And go out there and make your money. Yeah. Because both those two things become very hard once you get married and start having kids. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Not to say that you can't, but it's like, it's like a guy never sought knowledge in his life and he never hustled. Not to say that he can't. Yeah. He can. There are opportunities, but you're making it so much harder for yourself if you're married and you've got kids. Yeah. And you're free right now the whole summer. Like for example, some brothers, like, look, you see when this COVID 19 thing happened? Yeah. Some companies lose money. Yeah, they did. And some companies quadrupled. Yeah, they did. Some companies, like, I was. It's an opportunity. Say that again? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some brothers took the time to watch, sit home, and burn their Netflix account. Yeah. Other brothers said, you know what? You see what everyone's eating donuts, I'm eating apples. Mm. Everyone's busy smacking donuts, but I'm eating apples, I'm eating healthy. Yeah. And not everyone's what? They're coming back and they're eating apples right now because they go back to work. Yeah. And then them man are what? They're smacking Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, they yeah. were working while everyone else was being wasteful. You exactly. see what I'm saying? So, is freedom. Like, like I'm saying, right now, when you're young, you have opportunity. Well, like, we live in a day and age where so much can happen. Wallahi, it's praiseworthy to have your own business. You know in the Quran, Allah just said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, there's a group of people that they go on the earth they walk in the earth, they seek the virtue of Allah, I mean rizq. Yeah. They're on the work, they grind, they're grinding, they're grinding on the earth, with they grind on the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and another group, what do they do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, another group, another group, they go and they fight in the path of Allah. So Allah mentioned two groups of people. He mentioned businessmen, and he mentioned Mujahideen. Yeah. We know the we know the virtue of a Mujahid. Yes. The virtue of Mujahid is what? It's great. It's great. Yeah. Even if he don't die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Mujahid. Yeah. I can remember the Khattab radiallahu anhu he said something. He said in this ayah Just to clarify, you're not promoting any uh, any madness when you I'm say not promoting that, any yeah. madness, but it's a part of the deen. It's a part of the deen and yeah. there's virtue in there and let's yeah, call a spade yeah. a spade. Obviously yeah. we're not promoting no madness, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. So it is what it is. So the point I'm making is that Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu he said on this ayah the fact that Allah mentioned the one who goes out there to seek rizq that is more virtuous than the one who goes out there to fight and, no sorry he didn't say more virtuous Afwan. what he said is for me to for me to die yeah. between my stock he said for me to die between my stock that I'm selling so then you guys out there who are grinding with your itter those guys who are grinding with their thobes you're selling whatever it is that you're selling you see them men out there that are putting in the work yeah. You know you know them sisters that set up those little businesses at home and they sell things from the yard. Yeah. You know, the, he said for me to die between my stock is more beloved for me than to die in a uh, to die fighting. Why? Because he said Allah mentioned the concept of going out there to seek halal rizq before he mentioned the, uh, to go out there and fight in the path of Allah. 
Even you look at it, can you go out and find a path of Allah if you don't have money? You're gonna struggle a lot. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, don't, don't, okay. So, uh, not not as an individual. I mean, as a concept, like. Oh no no no. As, no, as no, in, no, no, no. can the battle take place without money? No, that's why even the Prophet sallallahu alaihi used to fundraise, right? When they used to go I, out. I mean, he funded the whole of the battle of Tabuk. Ten thousand soldiers. Personal mm. Joe. Jerazan. Yeah. So say how how would that great battle against the Romans yeah. would it ever taken place or that expedition Afwan have ever taken place had it not been for the money? So that's why you know like like the the point I'm making here is that some brothers they're like ah oh, wow well, you know like you know the the virtue of a mujahid like yeah. we don't get to experience it. You might live and die and never experience it again. Mm -hmm. Not promoting any madness. Just like yeah, yeah, more about yeah, yeah. the there is huge reward, of course, one thing, one or ISIS thing we're talking about, whatever, but let's not go into that. The point I'm making is that it's, it's a huge reward. A lot of people think, well, how, like, how, how is, like, we missed out. The companions got this reward, the Salaf, they got this reward, they, they got this reward of going out there and fighting the path of Allah. Yeah. But I'm saying you can get, inshallah, a great reward by going out there and, and hustling and grinding. Yeah, halal yeah, yeah. risk, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're searching for that halal that yeah. Allah put in the earth for you. Put it in the earth for his halal to go out there and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm but a lot of people, you know, they they romanticize the, um, you know, the whole of being an entrepreneur and owning your own business, and you know, like people see it to be something like, um, you know, like oh, like you made it, and you know, this, that, whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's not as it's, it's not easy, is it? It's not simple. It requires a lot of sacrifice so the question is everyone wants to do it but how how do we do it you know is I'm my expertise ain't business do you understand mm. where I'm gonna be able to sit here and tell you you know I give some advice but I'm saying I'm not I'm not a bit I'm, I'm that's not my expertise yeah, yeah. so I don't want to speak yeah. as if I know the game but I'm sure there's plenty of resources out there for people to learn and see yeah. this that and the other but what I will mention is this is that when it comes to to, to setting up a business or being a, you know a, a, you know successful at anything you do in life yeah and of course I'm talking about after ikhlas and after the tawfiq of Allah Azza wa Jal, but in terms of your personal effort yeah in terms of your personal effort because of course you can put in 100% effort but if Allah don't give you tawfiq and you don't have sincerity that is accepted by Allah then you may never be successful uh -huh. I'm talking about a person who devoid of the spiritual aspect which is the foundation without it you will never be successful but if Tab is just a purely the hustle the grind they say that 80% of the success in anything is down to your psychology down to your mindset down to your mindset, do you understand? And 20% is down to the mechanics. What I mean by that is 80% is down to the how. Sorry, it's down to the why. Why you're doing it. Why you're doing it. The motivation, the passion, the what. What is it that you want? Your, your mindset. Only 20% is how. So you know, brothers come to me and tell me, bro, how do I go out there and get this piece? That how, I'll be honest with you, bro, is the least of your worries. Because if you have the twenty, if you have the eighty percent, which is the mindset, that mindset of I'm a guy, I'm a guy and get this. 
fucking the hell doesn't matter because you're gonna go out there and get it. Because yeah, exactly. You're gonna find what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, the thing is, we become easy. You know, some of the you know you know in 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 the religion, there's a concept called himma aliya, ulu al himma, which means to have high aspiration. You know, nowadays we read these motivational books. You know, scholars have been writing about motivation for time. Ulul himma means to have high high aspiration, high goals. People love watching those, you know, those motivational uh, YouTube videos. That's what I'm saying. That's all. That, actually, scholars have written books. Even right. Josie and that, they've written books on high aspiration, or maybe parts of books that are on high aspiration. So when you see the things that the scholars write, yeah, you know, like Ibn Josie, he says things like, you know, a person's feet should be firm on the ground, but his head should be high in the stars. Has anyone seen Reach for the Sky? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said Reach for the Stars. You understand? Yeah, so yeah. in in the books of high aspiration, and they and they mention high aspiration in the context of knowledge, because knowledge is the greatest thing to seek. It's greater uh-huh. than money. Do you understand? Yeah. But there was something that was mentioned in one of the books that I found that was powerful. Go on. Do you understand? They said a lion. They don't eat from an animal that's already dead. Uh huh. It has to go out there and kill it itself. A lion don't want the easy shortcut. Mm. A lion it, it, it enjoys the grind. The grind. He enjoys the hunt The process The process Do you understand? Mm. For you to just bring a lion A dead deer or a gazelle Yeah Say nah bro I'm a lion Yeah <laughs> I'm a lion bro I'm yeah, a guy out there And I hunt myself a gazelle Or it might hunt you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The point I'm making is You see us We're lazy It's a big problem Bums You know what I'm saying It's not even that You know what it is Everyone wants Like you said Everyone wants the easy route Everyone wants that Get rich, you know, uh, get rich quick some people go to that's why you know that's why I find that people are so susceptible to these schemes and to these you know like pyramid schemes and Ponzi schemes and you know all these things where you know you got a promise of yeah put your money in and within you know this amount of time you'll get this you'll get that and reality is 99% of people who you know go into those kind of things always end up worse off than when they began and they regret it you know in the end but the, and the funniest thing is that once it's all over they start again they start again and wallahi bro I've seen guys yeah businessmen yeah, put money into you know crazy amounts of money into something so like if you hear about it, you think this is ridiculous. Like it's the concept of the shortcut. It's just like yeah, and then especially once you taste that, and it's like they give you a little taste. You want more. You want more and more and more. And before you know, you're bro. And what it is, bro. One thing I learned, Allah. One thing I learned, and I tried to explain this to my family. I tried to explain this to my friends. I tried to explain this to the youngers. There's one thing that I have so much conviction of, Akhir, is that success doesn't come except with pain. Mm. Pain, not necessarily bad, by the way. When you go to the gym, you feel pain, but you enjoy it, right? Yeah. So and it's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. But what my, what my point is that there is no concept of a get-rich-quick scheme. There is no concept of I woke up this morning and I memorized the Quran. Mm. There's no con- remember like even when it comes to seeking knowledge, Imam Yahya ibn Abi Kathir, what did he say? You'll not be able to seek knowledge with a body that's in a state of relaxation. You can't be chilling, sipping mango juice, you know what I'm saying, and become a scholar. Mm-hmm. You have to exert yourself. You have to put the grind in. You know what I'm saying? So you want you you want to be successful in something, but is that a Gucci fiat? Is that real? No, I think I think it's just a. Uh, uh, I, don't, no, I don't think it's actually Gucci though. I think they just use a similar. It says Gucci on there. Look. 
don't know, bro. <laughs> That's I, mad. I ain't never seen that. We should before. get that car in the next show. <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, I don't know, bro. Gucci fear. <laughs> what was I saying? Yeah, I was saying there's no, there's, there's no, no easy. There's no yeah, easy I just wish people would understand that. Like, yeah. just go out. You see, people. You see, whenever someone pre 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 presents you with a get-rich-quick scheme. Know that number one is either extremely temporary, mm. as in you're gonna taste it for a couple of weeks, months, and then you're gonna be like, oh snap. Yeah. Or it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. If someone that's trying to sell you a dream, they want to make money off you, sign you up to their membership, pyramid scheme, whatever have you, do you understand? So for you to for you to really go out there and do this proper it takes years. Yeah. I remember one brother he told me something deep. My brother told me something deep. So brother that I used to go to as a mentor, mentor when I started practicing, he was like a, I bet you know, he's on the deed and he was like, you know, entrepreneurism and whatnot and so on and so forth. Yeah. So he gave me some good advice. He said, you know, people, young brothers, when they want to make money, you know what they say? And this, this makes me sick when I hear it. You know, we've got one brother that says it every now and again. I stick it on him. What he said, bro, this year I'm going to make a milk. Uh, I make 100k this year. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Watch, watch, watch. This year I'm going to make 100k. And he said, bro, stop lying. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know you're not gonna make it. You're only saying that because you're scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're scared to actually have a real target. I was like, that's deep. What do you mean scared to have a real target? He said, let me flip it on you. How much do you make right now? Okay, I make two bags a year. Mm. Okay, this year double it. Mm. Double it. Double it. Make four. Realistic. Be realistic. Make four. Next year make eight. Next year make sixteen. Before you know it, in ten years you made over a mil, almost a mil. Uh -huh. So my point is that he's saying, look. He's saying, you're scared. I said, what do you mean I'm scared? Or what do you mean these brothers are scared? He said, you're scared to actually put the work in. So you, you say things like a mill, because you know you're never going to really get it. You're never actually going to put in the effort to get a mill. Yeah. Because you're never going to put that effort in really. Yeah. You know, it, nothing's ever going to come. Mm. So it's actually a part of your laziness. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? That you say, I'm going to get a mill. Because where, where are you going to get a mill from? But if I said to you, listen, bro. Mm -mm. If I said to you, listen, bro. You make 2K. Okay, make four. Mm. But you know what? I actually have to do something because you actually you actually know how you can double up your money. Yeah. Maybe sleep a bit less. Maybe wake up a bit more a bit early. Maybe do a little bit more research. Maybe mm. do this. Maybe do, maybe run some ads. Maybe you know what I'm saying. But the point is that what is it? You're too lazy. Yeah. So double up, double up, and then double up after, and double up after, and double up after. You know I'm saying. No, that makes sense. At the same time, though, obviously there is you know a certain level of risk involved as well. You know, and for some people. Some people are just not cut out for it. You know, they're just not cut out for that. And for them, doing it could even be more harmful, right? Um, because, you know, you have to have some sort of level of business acumen, some sort of business, you know, you need to, you need to be a bit savvy with it. So is there a way or, you know, you might, you might not have the answer to this, where someone can kind of test themselves to, Am I fit to, you know, go down this road, or am I just a, you know, get a school, college, uni degree, work you till know, you know, fifty-five, I, retire? I, I don't even think that's the right way to look at it. I don't even think that's the right way to look at it. Go I on can answer future. that question. Let me answer it at the end. But there's another way to look at it. Go on. Which is that Allah made a promise to you. Allah said, those who have taqwa. Fear yeah. Allah, who do the commands, yeah. what taqwa means, to do that which Allah commanded you to do and to stay away from that he told you to stay away from. Yeah. 
Yeah. Taqwa is to take a short from Allah's punishment by doing what He told you to do and stay staying away from what He told you not to stay away from. So every time you obey Allah and you don't disobey Allah, you're coming with piety, you're coming with taqwa. Allah said, whoever does this, who find him a way out, who find her a way out, you're stuck. Where am I going to make this money from? Where's it going to come from? Suddenly Allah makes a way out for you. He'll provide for you risk from ways and places and avenues that you never ever imagined. Do you understand? So that's a promise Allah made, bro. Your success is in your hands, mm. whether you're business savvy or not. Mm. Whether you got the business acumen or not, no, whether right. you got the ability to hustle and grind, no, mm. it's Allah. That's something that we can't forget, Akhi. Allah huwa al-razaq al-matin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who provides. He provides. You have to do, uh, look, you do something in your life. Allah said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah is the one who he created you for no other purpose except that you worship him alone. And then he said, he's, he, he, he is, in, 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 then right after that Allah mentioned, who are razaq, he's the one who provides. So as long as you come in and you put the work in with regards to your duty to Allah, Allah will facilitate for you. Of course you have to take the means, you have to grind and hustle from your end. Khudil mm. asbab, take the means. Tie your camel. But you're, as long as you're working, with, like you're fasting, you're giving charity, whatever you can, yep. you're doing dhikr, you read Quran, you pray Qiyamul Layl. But Allah is not going to let you down. Do you understand? Yep. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to let you down. Another ayah Allah said, uh, you know, وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ Command your family to pray. Then Allah said, لَا نَسْأَلُكُمْ نَحْنُ نَرْزُقُكُ We do not ask you for rizq. Allah said, pray. Yeah. Command your family to pray. And then Allah said, He doesn't ask you for his. Mm. We, Allah said, rather, Allah will provide for you. So the point here is that that's the first way to answer your question. Is that don't matter about whether you've got the business savvy, acumen or not. Don't worry, Allah will facilitate for you whatever needs and means it is to be able to acquire that. Whether that's from business or a, a normal job or whatever you know. it might be. Do you understand? The second way to answer it, after you understand that as a primary foundation, yeah. is that if you don't have the business acumen, bro, go out there and get it. But I didn't get it, bro. Can I, can I tell people something? I think I've mentioned it before a few times, but I, I probably don't talk about it as much as I should. I really should talk about it a lot. Like, I'm dyslexic. I'm very dyslexic. Do you yeah. understand? Like, you've probably seen it in my, when I type posts online. I've always got spelling errors. Yeah. Have you seen it? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. My grammar is bad. Like, it's, 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 it's like I mess my words up. It's not even, to be honest, my grammar is bad. I don't really try as much as I should. But the, the point I'm making is that I make dumb mistakes. When it comes to numbers, I get confused. Yeah. You know, my handwriting is so, so, so not legible, man. It's like, like it's really bad. Do you understand? Yeah. So, every excuse you can come with the book, I can come in the book as well, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't think in a very linear, mathematical kind of way. But, bro, I went, I had to put the work in. I tried. It was hard. I know how hard it was. It's extremely, extremely, extremely hard, bro. It's yeah. extremely hard. Like, for me, maths, I was on D's, bro. Alhamdulillah, my GCSEs, I put the work in, put extra work, I got, I ended up with a B. You know what I'm saying? Because I put the work in, like I had to learn certain skills. Like even like, for example, for me, studying things like Arabic grammar and usul al-fiqh are so complicated because it's just, I don't get it in my head because it's all mathematical, do you understand? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they put the work in, bro. You know what I'm saying? So the point is, the point is you can achieve it. Mm. You can achieve it. You can go out there and achieve it. Regardless of the circumstances, you had scholars, for example, 
How old is he when he started seeking knowledge? I heard he was 30 plus. I haven't seen it proper, but I heard he's 30 plus. But put that to a side, there's a imma. There's a imma. Sheikh Sa'in Kaysan. I remember I took the notes of it yesterday, the other day. I can't remember the imam's name. Sa'in Sa'id bin Kaysan. Sa'id bin Kaysan. Sa'id bin Kaysan. Something like that. May Allah have mercy on him. He started seeking knowledge when he was 90 plus. And he became a scholar. Some generations mentioned 60 plus, so it was between 60 and 90. Okay. Understand? And you become a scholar, an imam. So it doesn't matter, like I'm saying, if, if a 90 year old man can go out there and become a scholar in the religion, yeah. you're telling me you can't go out there and learn some basic skills? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we recently done a course with, uh, you know, I had done a course on Knowledge College, how to memorize the Quran. You know, he had a 72 year old Riva auntie on there. Long bird. She's trying to memorize the Quran at the age of 72. Like, I, I actually think, like, I actually think to myself, it would be nice to maybe speak to the auntie one day. Ask her, like, auntie, what's in your mind? Like, you're 72 year old, Reva. So, she, it's probably like reciting Quran probably hard for as it is anyway, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. of the words and the makharij. But, like, what can her mind, what is her mind to at that age think to sign up to a class yeah. about memorizing Quran? Like, she must be somewhere mentally, like. Yeah, yeah, she must yeah, really yeah. have her head in the clouds, which is good. Yeah. I'm saying, Allah, that's what it should be. Oh, I'm saying, like, even like Sheikh Al Albani, just going back to the issue of you know being an entrepreneur, he used to fix watches, right? Watch, and yeah. in the morning, he'd do you know his little you know uh, watch fixing, and then he'd make enough for that day, and he'd go out and seek knowledge. 100%. And he funded his seeking of because think about it, at the end of the day, you you need money to seek knowledge, you know and. Either someone's going to be funding you, you're going to be funding yourself, or you know you have to fundraise but and you need, you ask need, the people. You, something you need a lot of money to acknowledge. People take people take mm. for granted. we like books are expensive. Put even books to the side. Yahya Ma'in, Rahmanullah Taala's father left him a million dinar when he died, bro. A million. Back in those days, that's like. Bro, that's nuts. Yeah, even he today, said, millions of dinar will get. Bro, he said, he said, I spent it all in the path of Allah seeking knowledge. It's dinar dirham. Regardless, it was a lot. Yeah. He said, I spent it all in the path of Allah seeking knowledge. Because, bro, like, when you're seeking knowledge, bro, you're traveling. Like, even, even think about it now. You want to be a talib in? You want to go around the world and meet different scholars and mashayikh? Yeah. Different books, different dawrat. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Sheikh. Uh, Bakr Abu Zaid Rahimallahu ta'ala He used to get paid uh, طالب طالب نعم. I think he used to get paid something like 10,000 riyal every month and he'd get his money would go to the maktaba the bookstore have boxes and he'd just load it up books you know what I'm saying yeah. a man came to Imam Shafi'i and he said I want to seek hadith from you he said I give you glad tidings of poverty <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like bro it, it, if you want, look, the, the, it shocked me. The Prophet Ali said, There's two situations where you're allowed to be jealous. Not envious, jealous. not envy. Envy is bad. But jealous. As in, like, you know what I'm saying? As for a man who Allah gave knowledge, he gave him wisdom. For a man that Allah gave him money, wealth, and he destroys it in the path of Allah. So, knowledge and wealth. You understand? Mm -hmm. Wallahi, so I advise brothers Wallahi, to really go out there and get their hustle, man. Like, Wallahi, look, hijrah. Bro, sisters as well. Sisters as well. Bro, so much you can do as a sister. Nowadays, sisters can make so much money from home. 
so much money from home like the internet is just like the era that we're living in like our parents and grandparents and they never had opportunity like the way we've got opportunity these days anyone can make it you see people doing the stupidest things online and they're making so much money why because anyone can make it in you know in today's day and Bro, age let me show like let me show how deep it is literally it's as simple as this find a drop shipping company make sure that it's all halal and everything and, da -da -da and so on and so forth mm. if you have any questions about whether things are halal or not then you can message us that Ma'awiyah Taka yeah so like for example it's as simple as this go find a drop shipping company go, go, go wait think of a product that people want yeah okay people might sell it but you can give it to a you can sell it to a particular niche yeah. you understand find a drop shipping agency set up an account boom Run ads to the website. Yeah. And that's it. Make your money. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways. Um, there's big ways. That I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying that's just freestyling off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, don't want to go into specifics because then like people might try and be like, oh, Dharma told me to do this and it didn't work. So. That's what I'm saying. That's for you. Like I'm just here to. Talk. I'm here for you for your 80. percent But there's ways to do it. The 20 percent is you. Do you understand? Mm, 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 20 percent is you. But no, I think that was. Uh, Obviously, we we got. Uh, I think we're nice to segue into the end of the discussion. You know, we got. Um, New project. A project called Halal Money Boys. No, no, no. That's not the name of the project. That's the name of the WhatsApp group. Right WhatsApp now. group, yeah. But the project, we haven't we, we haven't got a name for the project yet. Yeah. But basically, all it is is, you know, we came back from Umrah. Um, the whole situation happened. With COVID. J just to let you know now, it's not for the public. It's just because I just. Yeah. This, this project is not for the public. It's only for the mandem. But we're gonna document it, inshallah. We're gonna document it, make a little documentary. Halal mm -hmm. Money Boys documentary. Halal Money Boys documentary. Well, again, it might not be called Halal Money Boys. Let's see. Sisters might be able to benefit from it as well. Yeah, but but wherever it is, money girls. It's just, it's just just let me know if you want it to be halal money girls. That just sounds a bit wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we're just basically going to be trying to coach the brothers. Not, not, you know, not to say that we're you know some sort of business gurus or anything like that, but just what little experience that we've got and what little you know. Um, it's actually, I think what we're going to do is greater than coaching because the coaching they can find. Yeah. But our objective is to create a network. Like you see from the Umrah thing, we created yeah. a network by brothers that support each other in deen. Yeah. Seeking knowledge, classes, waking each other up, Fajr, Qiyamul Layl, advising each other when they go wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No one here is a scholar, but it's a support network. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So we said, okay, calm. We can take that same group that we already have that support system yeah. and make them also support each other when it comes to business. Uh -huh. So we created, we basically want to create a network where the same way you see them supporting each other when it comes to Dean, yeah. they support each other when it comes to setting up businesses as well. So yeah. we set them goals, tasks, have little seminars for them. We're going to bring in experts. I'm going to shout, obviously I mentioned it right now on camera a bit prematurely. I haven't spoken to the guy, but I'm going to shout face for Chowdhury. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? The uh, productive Sunni brother, Allah Mubarak, tend to come out and do some seminars for the brothers. We've got brothers like Sam from Menspire. You know what I'm saying? Again, I haven't spoken to him, but Sam, can I get you to come down? Sure. And you know, we've got Oase, uh, our accountant, very, 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 you know what I'm saying? Brothers who know the business side, because we don't know necessarily the business side of things like that, but what we can do is facilitate the network that's what we yeah. know we know the network so we can set that up and we will bring you in touch with experts yeah. that can basically you know what i'm saying show you that but like i said if you want to be a part of this jamaa you need to come in bro <laughs> this, is, this is no no I mean, technically that's true, but as no, in, no, it's, true. it's not, not intended as in, like, in order to join it, you have to come Umrah. Yeah, yeah it's, but not, then it's only open for the Umrah brothers. Yeah, it's only open for the Umrah brothers. And of course, I think, we'll, are we going to open it for Umrah sisters? We might as well, you know. Maybe after the next sister's trip. How do you do with sisters? 
Say that again. How's it gonna work? Give them, give them seminar training. Bring female entrepreneurs down for them. Could potentially do. I think it'll be good. And anyway, the point is that the reason we do this is because you see, for us, it's about quality over quantity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that like we already we you see the brothers we got remember we know them. Yeah. I'm saying we we we're, we're gonna we, we you know we're there when they get married. We're there when they're in trouble. Like we're we're actually a family. You know what I'm saying. Mm, so mm, mm, mm. obviously family first. She gave me family first. So you wanna come? There's no way, no hope. Like you don't miss out on a lot of stuff, you know, just because you don't, don't come Umrah. You think the Umrah is just Umrah? The Umrah's, Umrah, Umrah is a lifestyle, you know. <laughs> the Umrah is where it starts. We do barbecues, link up, this, that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, the COVID-19 shut us down, but we were every two, three weeks having a fat link up in a different brother's yard where they invite all the men them. And just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is a so, I feel network. sorry for part five, because as soon as we landed... Yeah, they just had a little munch. And that in was fact, like, while we were out there, they shut the borders, so no one else was allowed in. Ibs is so funny. Miskin, he had... The dinner set up for time. Yeah. <laughs> but inshallah, have the, the social distancing. What's, what's happening with it now? I think it's like, like it's finished now, isn't it? So we can have link ups. That's the reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can have link ups on Sunday. Yeah. Let's do the Sunday link up on Sunday. Uh, there's there's already one this Sunday. With who? In uh, the park. Huh? In the park. Uh, yeah, something like that. Are you, are you going to it? No, I'm busy. Yeah, you know, I said I was on the goals, but I have to do something with family on that day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to that's not, that, but that, that's, that's finish what, up. Yeah. yeah, just to finish up. So, inshallah, that's going to be coming out. <laughs> just suddenly got mad awkward at the end. And then, uh, no, it's just, yeah, it's bugged out. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll leave it there, inshallah, until the next episode. Um, oh, wait, one thing very important to mention, yeah? Go on. Obviously, we're trying to do this show. We need cars. So, yeah. any car agencies. We want to sponsor the show But it has to be Because even Trying to get this Was such a myth Because I'm yeah. only 23 yeah. Trying to find insurance for it But alhamdulillah We found one uncle Who had the car He's got traders insurance So he slapped yeah. me on there But um, So if you've got a car And you're able to Insure a 23 year old on there Then so I'm uh, saying, uh, Give as us a shout as possible. And obviously we use the car Reading tree To lure the youngers in it, So they can watch And learn about Real yeah. life kind of stuff So yeah Cars Calm. Be appreciated Yeah Calm Alright then See you guys in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>